0: Great, Simon. Are we waiting for the rest of uh, the team to join? Maybe just give it like uh, 30 more seconds or so, and then um, I think that's good. Sure, not a problem.
1: I'm going to do a review on the better day, um, which had which took place on Thursday. So um, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure some of you have attended the event and, you know, um, if you have any insights, thoughts, or just what you've learned from the event in general, feel free to join us on stage right now. We can have a discussion on there Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. So we're just going to give a couple more seconds for people to stream in. Um, And we'll start today talking about Friday Day Insights, which took place on Thursday. So if you have attended the event and have any thoughts, just feel free to join us on stage as well.
0: Great. Simon, do you think it's a good time to kick start? Let's do it. Perfect. So thanks, everyone, for
1: joining us today. Um, As as mentioned earlier, um, we we are going to be talking about Battery Day, a review of Battery Day, and also some insights that we have learned um, from the event. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you've missed out a lot. (laughs) No, um, But uh, it's a great event. It took place on Thursday. Um, and the team Simon um, Simon and the team has been working tremendously hard uh, on the event, so I hope they had their rest. Um, and we'll be showing snippets of what happened on the event, and um, also some insights we have learned with some of all the great speakers and leaders from battery companies. Uh, so feel free to join us on stage um, and talk about it if you're part if if you were. Um, part of the event or you or you have attended the event, and let us know what you think as well. Um, so as always, uh, just some housekeeping rules. This session lasts for one and a half hours. Um, and the session is recorded as well. So be v- available on Spotify and Apple Podcast after this. Feel free to check out previous episodes um on those platforms as well. And um, yeah, feel free to join us on stage at any point in time. I think today's session will be very interactive. And once you're on stage, if you're not speaking, we will appreciate if we mute your mic. And if you wish to speak, just tap the mic twice so that we know you um, have something to say and we'll uh, arrange the order for you to speak as well. If you'd like to clap applause to anything, just flutter your mic. Um, And yeah, show some appreciation to the speakers here. So great! Without further ado, maybe I'll pass on
2: to Simon um, to keep up. Thank you so much, Catherine. And yeah, it's, it's, it's you know it's, it's nice because um, one, as you know, we also have been co moderating the first panel together, which was really fun. And the timeline we're gonna, I think, you can also really share some insights on this as well. And um, also for anybody who doesn't know it yet, we have been running these sessions for thirty weeks, thirty six weeks now. And every Saturday, apart from one quick break. <laughs> so We have been doing this for quite a while, and it's nice now to um, you know, to also kind of be involved in other events together. So, hey, Mark, good to see you as well. Good um, to meet you for now. And then, uh, yeah, maybe I just give a really quick overview for anybody who doesn't really know what we're talking about. You can also go on batteryday.info, um, and you can still find you know, the program, the speakers, etc. on there in case you have any questions, for example about the you nine know, different topics we discussed there even if you didn't attend that's absolutely really welcome maybe I just do a really quick overview and um, so we have a bit of context to, to kind of um, start off so um, um, we kicked off by just introducing ourselves what you know we've been doing for the past year with battery associates because one year ago we also did another battery day which was kind of in response to the Tesla battery day To one day after to essentially summarize some of their you know announcements etc and try to you know, make them, you know, um, like, you know, provide like good insights on them as well as have a bit of a deep dive in a couple of different topics. That's really was like the birth kind of in some way for battery associates, because that's how many of us met, um, including, I think, Maiano here and Barath and others um, who are now very heavily involved also in Battery Day, but also beyond. And um, so, yeah, we we kicked this off and then we had a year in batteries. Maybe Catherine wants to share a bit of light on this later as well. Um, so essentially we summarised some of the, the, the biggest kind of announcements from the past year, um, related to batteries. And of course it's always very tricky because there's been so much going on where we try to kind of, yeah, put a bit of light on some of the highlights, but this was really fun. And we got to release also, I think you a video on LinkedIn on Monday, kind of posting the video we had there because I also a, bit of a small glitches, but I think it was all good. And then made a panel on, um, yeah, we called it a battery passport Comprehension and Compliance, or the title we used for the for the panel and was um, how to maximize the value of batteries." really talking about how can we maximize the uh, you know environmental but also economic you know um, um, economical value of batteries over the entire lifetime, or maybe even afterlife. So cycling, et cetera. And then we had a quick networking break just to kind of get people to to mingle. And I think there's some people, I'm not sure I think right now who was it, but there was some people, actually someone I spoke to afterwards who was kind of attending the entire networking and also afterwards joined on some mm-hmm. Zoom calls because he was kind of still talking to these people he met on the on the, on the networking sessions. So I think people <laughs> really like that. Um, and then we had a session on, so the first panel actually on was with um, Louise from Circular, Inza from, um, uh, from Northvolt, Tillman from Systemic, and Catherine and myself were moderating. And then the second panel we had was on opportunities in battery data analytics. And um, so here I was really fortunate actually to have four of the founders, four of the battery data companies you might have heard of. So that includes Voltaic, Twice, Acure, and Glutica. And we had all the co- four co-founders from them, and they're all also um, spin-outs in a way from National Labs and um, yeah, so it's kind of from research institutions. so it's kind of cool to also see a bit of their journey. They were sharing on this a bit as well. We had a bit of a surprise guest from Fiona, who's the um, CEO of Octopus EV, who like dealing a lot with EV, like leasing of EVs, so they really care about, you know, how long would the batteries last. And they also do vehicle to grid, they are also an energy provider together with Tesla for southern Germany. And so there's lots of really cool things going on. So it was really nice i jump in, and this also, Catherine was still moderating with me on this. And then um, we had a bit of a couple of deep dives, and is also on stage. Maybe we can share a bit more on this a bit later. On the ethical battery rating we're working on with battery source science, we're working group on that. And we had another deep dive with Claudius from Volitica on battery data analytics. And then we had another deep dive with Tillman from Systemic, on circular batteries maximizing lifecycle sustainability of batteries. Then we had a nice networking break for an hour, and then after another welcome, we had another panel on solid state batteries and materials innovation. This was together with Dennis from CEO of Polestar, Doran, um CEO and co-founder of or founder of StoreDot, Srinath from Oliver Wyman and Puja from UCL. And Puja, Srinath and Mariano actually, um, have been co-authors of the white paper on solid state we released about two weeks ago, and I think we had a few hundred downloads in the meantime. So there definitely has been quite a bit of interest in this topic. And then we had the last panel of the day, which was on diversity and training in the battery sector, but we have been joined by Crystal, Kate Wallace, who just finished her PhD in Virginia Tech, Um, Stephanie, who is at ABB, the Charging there, also have been in quite a few of these previous sessions here. They are from Advances and Partners, um, so they do a lot of headhunting, recruiting, and some really fascinating stories on this. We also just did a survey with them on battery talents around the world. And then um, Amandine from Battery Associates sharing some of the insights also from the work we have been doing over the past year and some of the outlooks we have. And then we had a bit of deep dives again on battery dev, which is a global battery developer competition with Rahim who leads this with the battery source. It's now Then we had one on battery sector recruitment, sharing some of these findings from the, um, from the survey with Julia and one more deep dive on the battery cycle, which is an open source battery cycle we're developing. And in there, we also had um, Mariano again, who's on stage here, but also Gabriel, and Ali um, contributing to this as well. And then at the end, we had a bit of an outlook of what might can expect for the coming year. And here we have been fortunate to be joined by James from Bloomberg NEV, um, as well as Anna from the Global Battery Alliance, sharing a bit of some of their thoughts. And it was a nice kind of conclusion of the day. And you might remember James has been on, I think, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, has been one of one of these sessions. So yeah, that's kind of a bit of an overview. And I think maybe just one quick highlight for me, I think, was I think something which was said in the battery data um session because there was a question on what's like, you know, some of the hidden truth. And um one of our panelists, I think Claudius was it, was mentioning that essentially, you know, the costs are reducing um of batteries and EVs. Um, you know, the range extending of the EVs what we're seeing, but actually the lifetime is reducing over time because chemistries are more optimized for Range and costs and things, and um, we have seen some issues for a lifetime. And of course, that really depends on you know what chemistry, etc. think it was a bit of in the direction of going higher nickel and reducing co- uh, cobalt and some of these MMC combinations, etc. So I think that was kind of interesting to see you know that um, maybe there's some some different trends. And of course, we have LFP in these kind of chemistries, what we spoke about before, which can also be a bit of counterweight. but Yeah, anyways, this was something for me I quite enjoyed, like also think about what's improving, what's getting worse, and um, yeah, and one other last thing, maybe James mentioned really that he expects the coming year to be the year of batteries, maybe for the US, because the past year has been quite a year for for Europe, for example, if if you look at all the announcements of gigafactories, etc., so maybe the coming year could be the one for the US, but I guess that's something to be seen, but um, yeah, I think that's a bit of my summary, and then Maybe Catherine, you want to share maybe some of your thoughts from the first part where you've been co-moderating as well. And then maybe Mariano and Mark can also contribute and both of them have been attending as well.
1: Great. Thanks for that, Simon. You basically covered the whole event in about five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, So yeah, you have saved all these people here, um, a lot of time basically. But um, I would just like to really highlight something um, you know, great kudos to the team as well. The event was uh, I was just reading statistics from Emma Dean that the event was attended by a total of five hundred and eighty-eight people with four, from forty-four countries. Per me from wrong assignment, but that's pretty that's very impressive um figure for, you know, the second battery day that battery associates have. So so really a big applause um to the to the team as well. Um yeah, my thoughts from the first panel. Um, honestly, maybe before that, I think the timeline that was, that was impressive, and I think that's something that um, I, I don't see it anywhere. You know, like a like a short summary of what's happened in the year, and we've covered not just um, from from developments from OEMs. We've also covered developments from the policy side. Even though you you know it's a short synopsis, so we barely have. 45 seconds for each development, but still, I think putting that in the form of a timeline—that is—that's that's that's impressive. That really shows how fast this space is developing and how many changes there are. Um, And and, and, you know, it's 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 definitely something to just keep updating and keep looking at, and I look forward to kind of (laughs) seeing how that evolves um, during uh, in in the next um, battery day in 2022. Um. So, so you know, once the battery t- uh, day timeline is up, up um, on the, on the relevant platforms, please do feel free to check that out. I think that's very informative, and uh, that's something very useful personally for me. Um, yeah. So move on to panel one. I think we had a really great start with um, with the first panel. Uh, <laughs> you know, like talking about how to maximize the value of batteries. I think the topic itself just covers a lot of things ranging from uh, not just the environmental standpoint, also from the economic standpoint, we talk about second life. We, uh, we also talk about um, supply chain, and I especially like what Lewis said um, about, you know, uh, the linear value chain becoming secular, uh, where recyclers become upstream suppliers. I think, I, think, I think that's a very powerful statement, and I especially uh, like that idea. Um, uh, how we looked at um, second life as well, you know, uh, with uh, people uh, supporting that idea, and also people saying, "Look, you know, from the economic side, it's something that that we should be concerned of." Uh, will, will it ultimately be replaced by um, first life batteries because of the cost that that, uh, that that's dropping significantly? And again, from Yumiko, who is also part of panel one, um, he was just at the event in uh, talking about Second Life. So, so his perspective on that was very interesting as well. Um, yeah, um, and, and I think when we talked about you know, the second panel with all the different uh, uh, um, CEOs from uh, battery data companies, uh, that, was, that was powerful. So we had different perspectives and then we had Fiona um, joining us, talking about you know, how much data they have on a leasing space, um, how how transformative it will be if if data can be collected and uh, used to basically uh, you know enable people to switch to EVs as, as soon as possible, and also to support business models as in these in, in these areas. Um, so that that's I think also another enabler um, for 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 the industry. And also when we talked about how battery data was being linked to battery passport, which is the first panel that we're talking about um that's also something that that's very informative and uh, you know for me it's, it's definitely a first so yeah i think there are a lot of key takeaways for me you know i, I really kind of just summarize everything at one go but um all in all i think panel the first um two and a half hours of the event it was great for me um it was great moderating great hearing from all the other all, all the speakers and all the distinguished guests that we have as well. And (laughs) there were so many questions um, um, from the audience. And, you know, it's typical of what happened, what what happens during uh, uh, Battery Revolution as well, where where we get a lot of questions um, for the panelists. Uh, But but that was great. I really liked how interactive it is too. Um, Yeah, so, so, you know, before I... continue to ramble on about my thoughts. Maybe, Mariana, what do you think about the event and what
0: are some of the key takeaways? Very quiet, Mariana. Your turn, uh, the sound. Getting a bit better. Okay. Okay.
3: Maybe I have a poor uh, connection. It doesn't work. Uh, tell me, it, please. Okay, from, from the summary itself, uh, I like all the news because, uh, as James told at the very end, uh, nowadays there are a lot of news from Europe from the new regulation proposal. And after that, also from CATL uh, from, CRTL from uh, sodium ion and also from China from the regulation trapping. And lots of Giga factories uh, in Europe uh, developing and thinking. I think uh, hopefully the uh, US also has its own big uh, new proposal regulation and also, of course, Giga uh, factors. No? From, from the summary, uh, all it's, uh, let's say, lots of news, and it was not that easy to, put, to fulfill the, the 20 more for, from our point of view, from batteries as a point of view, about, uh, no, but I think it's, it's every year would be like this, actually, mm, and, uh, with the investment that, that are coming, uh, I think, so, the same news, and uh, I think next year and the coming years would be also offer a uh, nice news from the solid state battery. The panel from Solid State uh, was, of course, uh, uh, very, very informative. Um, very nice to see how future and storage and, and start uh, think about it, because Porsche uh, uh, think about the OEM perspective. So uh, yeah, I am aware of all the news from Solid State Battery because I I, I want to, to be uh, in the in the front. The, of the information, no, of the new coming batteries, uh, solid state, uh, give us the possibility to, to be uh, better in, in some of the, of the key points that uh, batteries uh, need to come, say, from, from, the, from uh, many types uh, another, another point that I like, of course, as uh, Catherine told, is the sustainability, the battery passports. All uh, things about a circular economy, Second Life, uh, traceability, of course, with circular. It was uh, also informative because nowadays, one of the key points for having the sustainability uh, with the traceability of uh, with blockchain that uh, circular offers. I think it's one of the, the, the points that cover also the new regulation proposal from Europe. And after that, uh, one of the, the points that uh, I covered with, with the team was the ethical battery rating. with a lot of questions uh, from Roger, Atkins, Mark, uh, you are here, and Daniel, also geologists. It was very, very interactive, very interesting uh, how the, the, when this topic, this, uh, this diet, because we explained uh, when been in the very first all the regulations, all regulations of social point of view, and the new regulation of new of this year from one year. And was a, a lot of, of news uh, coming from mm-hmm. the, the side of batteries because uh, we need to do it, uh, let's say, uh, with social. In mind to have no problems in seven, eight, nine, ten years when, when it's, uh, coming. The batteries, is, let's say, new batteries coming. Only when it's the uh, renewable of the coming, and you have this second life possibility or recycling. Okay, then on the topic of, of that, I I want to, to share some insights. Uh, let's say two, two insights from, from the ethical battery rating. One insight. Would be uh, the perspective of the consumer that uh, that that is needed from our view. to have uh, from the sustainability of the the battery inside. Let's say for us, uh, we think that it's very important that uh, every consumer knows uh, the ability of his own uh, battery that. They yeah. have uh, the same as when you buy, let's say, a refrigerator or, or other kind of... Uh, yes, nowadays you, you can see this rating no? Uh, also when, when, when you buy an Apple or some... some uh, from our perspective, it's, it's very important to have this view, the easy view, and for the consumer also. And it would be also very, uh, let's say, revolution from our side, also for the oems because uh, the sustainability is need to go uh, ahead no? to, to have uh, to have the news and and to achieve that in 10 years we have no problem with the all the batteries yeah? and also we have the new new that uh, we want we plan to have uh, a course on supply chain management next year battery associates and, and that. Uh, days and Thursday battery day we put in place this possibility and the, the the idea was very welcome of all the of all the the, the colleagues that were there in the in the EBR uh, deep dive and we are uh, let's say nice uh, our team was with a lot of energy because it was very, very interesting for us from the EBR perspective okay I go Uh, After that, uh, I want to explain also uh, the other details I was involved. It is the battery cycler, open source battery cycler. And for that, uh, we present uh, the idea that we want to have this open source battery cycler as cheap as possible uh, with the topics, with the specs that we uh, think and we have the information from the industry that uh let's say are the mm, the range medium high but not very high no over engineering the, the the battery cycler to to keep the battery cycler as cheap as possible and we we explain how while uh was the challenge uh, the actual challenge from the battery cycler uh, specification and we because if you uh, w- one of the challenges i can i can tell that uh, is the business plan uh, challenge because all open source is not easy to have this traceability from from business but uh, as uh, simon uh, have done lots of of information from battery cycler. we have now we are lucky now to to have a uh, nice uh, companies that want to to be the the early early adopter of the battery cycler uh, we want to have the the, the, the first version uh, before uh, december before before january Let's say let's say in december that was for academic perspective uh, point of view and the thing is that we have there a newsletter if you want to to have the the news uh, to, to know the news of the battery cycler you could go and, and click on the on the battery cycle news in in, in in the website from, from battery sources. Huh? Okay, if uh, that's from my side, uh, maybe I speak too much. <laughs> Thank you, and hopefully uh, have a nice discussion.
1: Great, thanks so much for that, Mariana. Let's have Mark who's joined us on stage a while back. Mark, uh, were you part of the
0: event? Mark,
4: are you there? Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah. I had a, I had some thoughts about the um, the the event. You know, it started here at a 4 a.m. my time in uh, in Reno, and um, it started out with a bang. You know, it started out with the first panel was very strong. I was very impressed with the level of expertise by the uh, people involved, and I, I realized that. The focus of this event wasn't or even specifically recycling, but a lot of the questions came up involving recycling because people are curious. People, uh, because of, you know, the the value of sustainability of lithium ion batteries, how are we gonna reuse them, how are we gonna find supply? And, you know, they answered them reasonably well. I realized that not all of them that was their expertise, but I was really Impressed that people are, are very interested in this area. And of course, that's my area of expertise here at uh in, in Reno. Um and the, the questions they get the answers they gave were, were good. I liked their, their answers, even though that wasn't their area of expertise. Um and again, I wanna I want to thank the people involved in this event. You know, there are not many people putting out events with 500 plus people that are free for eight hours. I don't think there are any. Uh, regarding emerging fields, specifically the battery uh, field, and I was really uh, glad to have that available to me. Um, some of the other thoughts: I'm just going to quickly go through the event. I really enjoyed the um, networking. You know, between sessions, there was uh, you know you could connect with people from different continents and different fields, and I I really learned a lot. I connect with a lot of people on LinkedIn, people that I just would have never. I met in any other situation and I, I was very helpful and I'm hoping to have more events with that type of uh, um, round robin connection with people um, I I certainly asked some questions um, I'm always very you know I always hesitant when people talk about ethical battery, ethical this I just really seeing the supply chain really honestly saying oh this is ethical I'm always very hesitant to believe these things I just because coming kind of from the mind background, I know how things appear and disappear, and and claim to be this. I know with, say, for example, with with diamonds, there was this ethical, you know, diamonds for a while. It turned out that it was basically a failure. Um, all the all the problem diamonds were ending up in places they shouldn't have, and become ethical again. The unethical became the ethical, and so um, I'm just very hesitant to believe when people say. This is this is ethical and we we see it's ethical, but you know, you're using a product that came from China, which came from products came from Rwanda or Sierra Leone or um, you know, DRC. So that's you know my question. Um I like some of the more technical discussion, you know, Mariano had a discussion he led, and um you know, I, I really like the overall layout and the um organization and um Looking forward to more of these, and, and thank you. That's, those are my thoughts.
2: Thank you very much, Mark, and it was also great to actually was great to see you also in the in the networking itself. <laughs> so it was nice to see you there. Maybe also one thing I should just say because people might be wondering how could we make this for free, right? Because you said it was like an eight-hour event and was on a, a proper platform. and Lots of other work, lots of you know work went into this, but this also was possible because we actually had a f- bunch of really amazing sponsors. So I just quickly mentioned them. Um, so we had like Circular, um, and our golden sponsors, So they do like traceability for batteries. Then we had Voltaic and Politica. as like agnostics sponsors. So both battery data companies and Storedot work on, you know, fast charging materials, et cetera. civil several sponsors. And then we had Bond sponsors twice. And Acura, both also battery data companies as well as events as partners recruiting and systemic from consulting as bond sponsor. So I just want to quickly mention that because that's also really, you know, crucial to kind of get these partnerships and maybe as a quick um, addition one year ago, we also did the same event and we also tried to find sponsors. And at the time, I think we had, in the end, we got one booth sponsor. So it wasn't much money. It was quite a money loss to be honest in a year ago, but this time, you know, it was better. So, um, yeah, that's also maybe one thing it's also from our side, you know, we're quite, Glad about it, and I think next year you know we have some even more ambitious plans. Maybe there's also in-person come who and we can see, but we always want to keep it um, definitely also online first because I think that's what will enable most people to to see it, and um, you know we can really bring this global groups of people together, and I think that's really what we enjoy doing and trying to make it as inclusive as possible. But that's maybe just a few cents on um, on the organization for and how we could make this happen, and then. There also was a pro ticket and VIP ticket for people who want to get the recordings, as well as a VIP ticket to get some VIP networking opportunities. Great. Is there anybody else here in the audience have any thoughts on this? And You can also be on any of the topics we discussed. It doesn't have to be about the event itself. We appreciate that no, not everyone could be there, so um, that's absolutely fine. But if you have any thoughts on any of the topics we covered on, or even just kind of thinking of what we might see by the next year, because that has been the one question we asked every single panel. What are you hoping for in a year's time? What are like, you know? What are you hoping or expecting to see in a year's time? And I think there were lots of interesting ideas, and I'm sure many people in the audience also have some.
3: okay for, for my side uh one one topic more it was also very interesting uh, in the vip networking to to join uh, nice uh, colleagues from twice and uh, it was a nice discussion about uh, how it's possible to have open source software and, and a company let's say business company because that was one of the point if we think about it it's not that easy for developing the batteries the the need of data is there but it's not easy to have a company to have and and to have uh, let's say to to sell the, the the product let's say the data and and with that to have open source for all, other companies also to to take advantage of the data no it was a nice discussion from from with twice and also uh, other topic that was uh, let's say uh, uh, also interesting from, from my side, this was when Stordot in the, in the solid state battery told uh, when you asked him, Simon, uh, the topic about how they could grow uh, with, uh, let's say, uh, how they could grow uh, exponentially, no, Stordot. And uh, he told uh, one point that's interesting from a, start, a startup point of view. Uh, let's say start uh, that's was when they acquire the 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 big uh, players uh, store. dot uh, uh, told that they normally would be acquire let's say a startup and the in time the the big players coming with the the news that uh, the, the 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 startup have no uh, let's say with with a new battery or new technology on What's No, that was other point uh, that was interesting to, to see the what was the idea from startup uh, from uh, for, for for him for himself no okay if 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 I uh, could say more from on the battery day of course it's what what's, uh, uh, with nice in symphony uh, the carrier. Was for me also the diversity, uh, details was very, very nice. It was one hour of, of speaking with, I think, uh, three uh, women uh, speaking with uh, uh, Stephanie from MBB and Crystal. It was, uh, uh, of course, Amandine, and it was amazing to see the needs of the woman in the battery field because. Uh, Stephanie itself, uh, she is looking for for some uh, some colleagues to to give uh, the opportunity to to work with ABB and let's say women uh, colleagues, and uh, it's not that easy for for her to have in uh, uh, Let's say it's important that also we we give the, the possibility to all the women to to come in the in in the, in the battery field and let's say to to keep in contact, not thinking that, that the battery field is only for men. Of course, it's diversity is one of the topic, very topic also for, for battery associates, as, as someone all times mentioned, the battery MBA, we hopefully we, we keep 50-50. And that is also very, very important because uh, diversity is one of the, 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 the biggest topics in general, not only in the battery field, of course, in general. But it was very uh, nice details to see two uh, great women uh, three great women let's say, and and in in coming with with, with very nice news, no, because uh, Stephanie, uh, I know her from the battery, colleague battery MBA, and it's wonderful to see the f- formula, the new formula, uh, cars coming from E, and it was amazing.
0: Thank you.
2: Thank you for sharing my honor, yeah. No, also for me it was you know, really nice this this panel and also was I mean, somewhere also was amazing, you know, to just see how everyone is, you know, doing doing their amazing work and I think so much so many important initiatives I take, you know, from all around the world and it's just yeah, you know, it's always really nice to see and kind of see how they're all growing and developing further. And as you say, also it's kind of it's a little about capacity building as well, I think, you know, because in the end of the day, as you said, you know. The more kind of people go up in their leadership, you know, the more hiring they have to do and kind of find the right people, etc. I think for this also these events really can also be helpful because you know you always find new people and meet new people, and who knows maybe at some day you know you wanna you're looking for someone who can work with you on something, and you maybe already know them, so that's I think also quite useful. Fantastic! Any other thoughts? Anybody in the audience? I know some people are busy or walking around. That's not an issue at all, but just, you know, anything else um, you'd like to talk about or well, otherwise also looking at the time, you know, I think maybe today we keep it to an hour or so um, to keep it brief because also I also have to go on a train to Berlin pretty shortly afterwards for another conference. But um, because also Catherine and I were just thinking about what kind of the next co- uh, topics we want to cover. I think we have about six, seven, eight or so people um, already kind of, you know, to be to be scheduled at some point. Um, And we probably will now start doing this a bit more again when we have done the the battery day, which took a lot of our energy, I think, to just organize and arrange. But I think now we want to kind of go maybe a bit back to the regular program of having a conversation starter once a week on a different topic. So also if any of you has any ideas, you know, what are some of the topics you might might want to cover in some of the future weeks, please, please share this as well. And if you cannot speak, feel free to also send a message to Catherine and myself. And um, that's also, of course, possible.
3: Simon, uh, Catherine, I think one of the topics that uh, it's um, it's one of the main concerns and also uh, Milos uh, told, uh, let's say every week, it's the supply chain management. I think it's one of the topics that we need to cover more and more because a uh, supply chain in the battery field with exponential needs it's let's say crazy to 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 keep uh regularly and with the with the big players without a problem no let's say if if the if, if the big players have all cover it's let's say it's Supply chain, one of the, the topics that uh, the, we, mm, in my opinion, we, we need to, to think about. That uh, it, maybe Milos, you, you can come and you can stay to uh, you can say something. Yes,
0: I can stay. I can
3: say something.
5: Um, what do you mean about supply? How important it is to build a, a supply chain? Yes, I can talk obviously about it. Um, we need to build massive supply value chain, especially materials for the market. Basically, um, we have
0: in the world right now more
5: than 600 models of electrical vehicles in but they cannot produce them if they don't have batteries. We would have the enough battery giga plants because we are building them very fast, like the mushrooms. Uh, We have more than 225 now in the pipeline. But those batteries are only giga buildings, giga real estate, if they don't have materials. So we need to build batteries for... We need to go from last year production of more than 200 gigawatt hours to about 20,000 gigawatt hours, means 20 terawatt hours, that's how much there is demand per year for the batteries. It means that we need to build 100 times more mines, 100
0: times more processing plants, and 100 times more active material manufacturing. Milos, nice that you come up.
3: You are right. Of course, it's 100 times all the needs from the EBIT side because it's exponential. And thus, that is the the topic no? how we cover let's say globally how uh, we could cover um, all these gigafactory each one with his uh, supply chain of course it's not that easy because nowadays it is not that easy that one supply chain cover uh, uh, globally Uh, and the, the trend the trend is is it's in the in the other side not that to be very, very big, so that each country or, let's say, each region have its own supply chain from starting for minerals and and, and coming up.
5: Yes, uh, I mean, the first is uh, uh, the size of the supply value chain, and then comes also this localization of the supply chain. Because right now, these materials are going from Africa to China, from China to Japan, from Japan to uh, Korea, and from Korea to United States. Let's say, so that's the uh, road of the materials only uh, for the battery, and uh, so obviously there is a lot of efficiency which can, they can be achieved. Um, so the, uh, the to uh, to think how we are going to build the supply value chain or how we are going to optimize the supply value chain is the also important but that comes after that because the first we need to build uh, mines and uh, we need to build processing plants and then but in the same time basically we are also thinking where we are going to build them like processing
0: plants mines uh, mines in many cases we don't have choice because there are some deposits in those countries
3: Yeah, well, nice that uh, that you mention all this uh, localization. Uh, let's say press uh, because uh, one material could uh, have more. I I, I I see some some information about how many miles and how many kilometers the the materials before coming to the gigafactory or before coming to the cell manufacturing. Uh, it's incredible, no? Yeah, that, that's one of that's. Is one of the topics that we want to cover in the EBR in the ethical battery rating to mention to mention that there are best practice. You could have a best practice of, of all of this, uh, and that is uh, also to show this best practice. Uh, we think that ethical battery rating could be a, a good possibility. Okay.
0: Well, I think that's a good discussion. Oh, you're welcome to go ahead. Um, I, again, I, I
6: express my um, concern about the ethical boundary weighting because it's just very complicated. You know, you, we have to have mining for the near term for most of these uh, um, supply chain things because they're more developed in, in many cases, and um, in, in many cases, it's much easier to get a a lithium product, for example, from a, a mine than say from a recycled product, and um, just in terms of some of the, the technical challenges with an ethical lithium product, we have to start with mining, and um, we have to localize it, as you, as you mentioned before. Um, but um, I, th- I think we can move more toward an ethical battery, but we just have to focus more on actually getting supply chain built um, and actually then and localize and then focus more on the ethical battery. That's my thought
5: yeah but we need to have mining for at least next thirty years or even more uh, because the uh, from recycling we can get uh, in the next decade maybe like ten percent the decade after that maybe we can increase it but uh, uh, we need to grow the um, battery materials exponentially means that uh, the uh, we cannot do it without the mining we everything what we have. Uh, in the world, all the uh, physical stuff uh, starts with the mining.
0: You're exactly correct. Um, there's, there's really, it's nice to talk about recycling. I think it's important.
6: But at the same time, really, um, if only 10% is available and it's growing by a factor of five, yeah, and a lot of that, even the second, a lot of that old, the batteries that go to Second Life, we have to find more mining. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can have more sustainable processing methods. And that's sort of my hope, Uh, more carbon-neutral processing methods available in mining. And,
5: um, yeah. Yes, you are right. I mean, we need to, uh, we are not talking if, uh, but we are talking how. So it means that um, uh, you can mine uh, responsibly or you can mine uh, uh, not responsibly. So, uh, um, but, uh, like, uh, my background is steel industry. For uh, 200 years, we have the mining growing, 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 and we can recycle 100% of the steel. So, uh, 200 years later, at about one-third of the uh, of the steel can come from the recycling, and we are, like I said, we, uh, steel industry, we are recycling 100%, but steel,
0: two-thirds of the uh, steel comes from the mining. Yeah, what what I would say is that
6: um, in the United States, you know, we've had, in regard to electronic scrap, we've just really, in the past, not recycled it very well. And it's really embarrassing that people who track electronic scrap see that a lot of it goes to other countries where it's processed in a very non-sustainable way. And so I think that we just want to make sure that at the end of life, at least it's, it's captured, recycled, and processed and done so
5: in a better way. That's the hope. Yeah, for, for recycling you need to have an economy of the scale. So you need to have enough batteries to recycle. But fortunately we are on the way to have enough mat- batteries to recycle means the next decade. And this decade we can perfect the technologies. We know already now there are companies in the United States which they can recycle 95% of the battery materials. So. Uh, it's not economical to disassemble them. You need to recycle them. You need to melt them, but you need to melt them the responsibly, so and uh, technologically
0: uh, um, feasible way. I agree.
3: Nice, nice discussion about the recycling. I would also uh, mention that we need to go step by step. OK, that's one of the, the, the things that uh, because, uh, let's say, we, we have news from last week that uh, Circular was uh, with nowadays with all other new OEM. And that's the, 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 the need that we have, uh, first of all, traceability um, of all the supply chain. And we know I say we need to go step by step. But the need is there to, to have the traceability and of course uh, we, we need to have uh, a growth with exponentially with, with the mining and recycling. But uh, the topic of traceability I think is one of the, the biggest topics one of the biggest topics no, uh, for for having ensure that the sustainability is uh, already in place no, that not Traceability from from my side is important.
5: Yeah, I argue. I would argue opposite way. We cannot do it in market economy in the free market. We cannot do it uh, traceability because you can trace in one country. We have global economy, so uh, the other country will not trace it. So it's not feasible to do it. Uh, It's feasible to do it in socialism and communism. In the free market, it's not feasible to trace uh, each. Very how it was done and so on and so on because you cannot decrease the standard of the living. You cannot go to, uh, you cannot lower the human progress. so Human progress will go on like it goes for millions of the years, and you cannot tell the people in India they cannot have the better
0: life
5: tomorrow. And bureaucracy, uh, it's communism. I grew up in communism, so
0: I am totally against the communism. I am totally against the bureaucrats to tell. Them I I, I think I think Marlis has a point. Is that we have to focus
6: more on the technical solutions than the the bureaucratic solutions. And that's you know, be in my mindset, we have to focus on um, moving forward quickly, ramping up production, supply chains, maybe traceability, maybe. But we have to focus more on the actual solutions. Because ultimately, more batteries, a better supply chain will lead to more a better environmental footprint.
0: So, yeah, yeah, I'm
5: thinking from morning to morning uh, how to accelerate the energy disruption. So uh, the bureaucracy uh, and government, in many cases, is slowing down the uh, energy disruption and trace uh, and the various kinds of the bureaucratic policies. Are slowing down uh, technological innovation, or dis- deploying the technologies, uh, commercializing the technologies for the companies. Free market is supporting the uh, innovation, and only free market can innovate. The government cannot innovate anything because government doesn't create anything. Government just stealing money from the poor and
0: uh, middle class and giving today's government uh, and. Nice
3: discussion. I think one of the topics that we uh, need to remember all the times human rights, and that is one of the topics that
0: let's say, above all the all the, all the business. Model, you know that, uh, and that is one of the topics of right. And uh, of course, this proposal from that is one of the like, yeah, that that.
3: Or we speak in budget, also from the issue this up the needs of the government and society and And of course, this government takes a not easy because it comes from when a country allows to do some business without uh regulation environmental regulation human rights this is a problem the, the country let's say from 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 my side from the country side is a problem but uh, I think it's important to keep that if you make if you, that the business that the companies are, are in this country that without problem with in education in environmental human rights that these companies company let's no I want to ensure all that in your country that really to have not the same commercial and supervised information that
0: company. Yeah, but I need to have to ensure that it's not that easy of course maybe years but needs to be done.
1: Thanks for that, everyone. So I think definitely a, a good topic to follow up will be supply chain, and also probably about you know what we talked about um, about policy and, and um, about innovation. Um, we, I think we can have a discussion on that as well. But these are great topics. Um, so thanks everyone for your suggestion and also active discussion. If anyone else have any other thoughts on on future topics or future speakers that we should invite. Just feel free to drop myself and Simon a message. Um, and obviously, anything re- relating to batteries and EVs would be something that we would love to talk about. Um, so, just send anyone that you think should appear on these sessions, uh, you, you know, send, send their contacts to us, um, uh, send their information to us, and we will be in touch as well. So, yes, as mentioned earlier by Simon, we will be ending today's session early. Um, so, look um. everyone look forward to our um, session next week and i just pass on to simon to say some concluding remarks and we'll end up the session
2: thanks Catherine. yeah and thanks everyone for for joining and sharing your insights and your um takeaways from the battery day that's also something really nice to hear as well especially when putting a lot of work into it it's always nice to hear that people also got something out of it and um yeah, so I think, you know, as you said, this is our 36th week. I think next week we have pretty have one of our conversation starters we have been speaking to. I just put in also the, um, the event here so you already know there is actually something happening. Um, but we will add the speaker closer to the date. And, yeah, not just really nice to, to see you all and hopefully see you all again next week. And we're going to um, yeah bring one of our nice conversation starters on a interesting topic for the coming week when we can discuss this again. But for now, thanks everyone for joining and see you again next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye,
5: Bye -bye. Bye, everyone.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye,
5: Bye, Catherine. Bye, Simon.
0: Bye, Mariano. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.